1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Raj Subrameyer with Chai Latte Consulting. Welcome, Raj.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: It is going well. I am so excited to hear from you. Uh, tell us about Chai Latte Consulting. How are you serving folks?
0: So I'm a tech career strategist. So what that means is I'm, I help people in the tech space to find a dream job and become successful leaders. And I've been in the tech space for over 15 years now, and I help uh, yeah, other people to get unstuck in their careers. So that's the main part of what I do as part of child tech consulting. But two other things which I also do is I speak at a lot of conferences and uh, private events for companies. In fact, as we are talking, I'm, I'm actually going to give my second TEDx talk uh, this week on Saturday. And um, finally, I do a lot of writing. I love writing and sharing my knowledge on various topics, which includes motivation, entrepreneurship, leadership, career advancement. Um, And I write for a lot of uh, large publications and tech companies as well. So that's how uh, I serve people.
1: So what's your backstory? How did you get to where you are today?
0: So I grew up in the southern part of India, uh, living in a really conservative family. And um, from a young age, I had this inferiority complex, believing that I wasn't good enough. That is partly because uh, my dad, he studied in scholarships throughout his life. And then there I had my brother, who is a genius, who has three masters and a PhD. And then there I was the average kid who didn't do well in anything. You name it, academic, sports, dating, I was average in everything. And where I grew up from, uh, academics was pushed quite a bit. And um, since I couldn't excel like other people when it comes to academics, um, my initial childhood was uh, yeah, very depressing. I had anxiety, stress, and I was an introverted, shy kid. But later on, during my second year of my undergrad, I got this awakening that all this while I've been living a life based on other people's opinions, I was letting other people's uh, opinions be my reality, right? And in the process of not disappointing other people, I was disappointing myself. So once I came to that realization, I decided that, you know what? I'm going to transform my life. Uh, I'm really tired of living this kind of life. I'm, I know I have my skill sets. I know I, I'm here for a reason. I'm going to figure it out. And that's when the real transformation happened. And fast forwarding 16 years down the line, I've followed various strategies, learned so many different things, gone through so many different experiences uh, to transform my life from a shy introverted kid earning a minimum salary into running a six-figure business and becoming an international keynote speaker and uh, author as well. So that's kind of uh, my high-level story in a nutshell and why I do what I do right now.
1: So now I'm sure you've worked with lots of different folks coming from lots of different backgrounds. Is there a thread amongst them all when it comes to this kind of self-belief that maybe that they're not aiming high enough, or they're they're kind of sabotaging their own success, or they're you know kind of living a life for someone else? Are you seeing kind of some similarities amongst folks from different backgrounds?
0: Definitely. So, irrespective of the back, irrespective of the backgrounds, the cultural differences, uh, and where they grew up uh, at. This mental block happens really young for a lot of people. And once they become adults, it continues to chain them from possibilities, right? It's a big obstacle for them. And um, change starts from shifting your mindset from a place of scarcity to abundance. In the sense, you need to believe that okay, you're here for a reason, and you have a skill set, and you just have to figure what that is, right? So only once you come to the realization, then the real change starts. Because there's the saying, right, in, Engl- uh, in English, where we say, you can take a horse to the pond, but not make it drink. So I see a lot of, uh, a majority of the people I actually I meet, they have a mental block, and uh, they're afraid of the unknowns what the future holds for them and so they're afraid to take the next step and what i tell them is just start small and if it doesn't work then try another thing if it doesn't work try another thing experiment with things and that's when you find your true passion and purpose as well
1: so now how do you help folks kind of um align their journey with kind of their superpowers because if you ask some folks they'll go look my ideal day is just playing video games and partying. That's my perfect, I want a job that lets me do that. And how do you move people from kind of these maybe um, superficial desires and wants to like this, like you said, this kind of more mission driven and more aligned with values driven journey?
0: So first of all, yeah, I wish I had that um, job where I uh, just uh, play video games and party all night, but I'm just kidding. But the point is to, uh, to really find what your strengths are and align your focus based on that. Uh, I recommend everyone, even your listeners, to do a simple exercise. It's called the mind dump exercise. The way you do it is it's really simple. You just take a notepad and a pen and put a, whole, a vertical line through the middle of the paper. And on the left column of the paper, write down all the things you love to do and like to do or want to do. And then on the right side of the column, write down all the things you hate to do or you don't want to do. And do that in an uninterrupted manner, say for 30 minutes to an hour, no Facebooking, text messaging. Because this is the thing, folks, all the things you want to do in life is actually in your brain. You just have to unlock it and make it visual. And this exercise helps to do that. And when you finish doing this exercise, what you're going to see is, based on your strengths and things you want to do, you can start seeing patterns in terms of what you really want to do in life. So for example, say you had noted down, you love communicating, you love collaborating, you love creativity, you hate being micromanaged, uh, you you want to make an impact. Yeah, then maybe you probably uh, want to join a mission-driven company where these trends can be utilized, right? So you could start figuring out different patterns. And based on that, you could figure out, okay, what do you want to focus on and then proceed accordingly.
1: Now, are you finding that in today's world, you know, this hopefully we're post-pandemic at this point, but um, the mentality has shifted from people maybe when they were younger saying, I have to get a job. I have to work for someone else. My life is going to be working for someone else. To more and more folks saying, you know what, I am going to control my own destiny. I want to be in charge of my career in terms of what my um, kind of work life is going to be, and I'm going to be an entrepreneur.
0: Definitely. So, in the past uh, six, seven years, we are seeing a trend where there have been a lot of uh, new programs, a lot of new companies, a lot of new startups, which are encouraging uh, people who have the entrepreneurial mindset to give them a channel to do things, right? To experiment and figure out things. And I see that trend, uh, which has been progressing for the past five, six years. And right now, if you see, in the age of social media, where you have YouTube, online courses, like a lot of free online courses, you do not necessarily need to have a degree to actually do the job. You could just learn stuff from YouTube videos and online courses and still do a job Say, for example, of a software developer, right? So I think uh, we live in an amazing era where you have a freedom to do a lot of things. So once you explore your strengths and figure out what you want to do, I think the opportunities are endless. And yes, the future is really bright for entrepreneurs. And I believe everyone has an entrepreneurial mindset. It's just about taking action on it. That's what it boils down to.
1: So now, how do you help people um, who who might kind of aspire to be entrepreneurs, but maybe lack that self confidence or or have some fear when it comes to uh, the structure and the framework of what a entrepreneur's life is like? Because an entrepreneur is kind of an eat what you kill world. You have to, you know, kind of find the business. You have to serve the business. You have to um, get paid for the business, and you're ultimately responsible, you're wearing multiple hats, whereas if you get a job, I'm a cog in the machine, I can just hang out here, you know, I can you know, uh, slowly kind of manage my career up that uh, infamous ladder and then uh, live a life that way without having to worry about maybe some of the things that an entrepreneur has to worry about.
0: That's a great question, and I think a lot of people need to hear this. So, first things first, we all need to understand that in life, especially when it comes to jobs, there's no security. There's only opportunity. So what do I mean by that? So people say who work for the big companies like LinkedIn, uh, Salesforce, Microsoft, they thought their jobs were secure. But when COVID hit, even they laid off thousands of people. So people who worked at the company for four months got laid off with people who worked for the company for 20 years. It didn't matter. So if you think there's security in your job, in your full-time job, then you're just kidding yourself. So that having that context, now coming to entrepreneurship, people have this wrong notion that, okay, to be an entrepreneur, okay, you just have to take risk and then blindly go into something. No, that is not the case at all. For example, the way I started my own business was I had a full-time job but then started experimenting with different things as a side hustle, right? So I started uh, doing workshops and training programs for IT professionals. And then soon I realized that, okay, I've been doing this for six months and it's not giving me the passion, that uh, the joy I wanted to get from work. And then I started pivoting to various things. And then for the past three and a half years, I've been coaching people. So you can have a side hustle, experiment with the f- different things. And once you find that niche, the thing which gives you joy, which could, which you, which has a possibility for a sustainable business, then you slowly start taking the leap in making a side hustle your full-time hustle, right? So there is a method in madness. And when you talk about risks, you have risk everywhere in your full-time job working for someone or running your own business. It all boils down to what are you doing? whether you have a plan what is your backup plan if things go bad like when COVID hit and are you ready to pivot for, and uh, try to figure out okay in the current situation what best can I do if you have those four kind of uh, mindset and the way of thinking then anyone can survive no matter whether you work for someone or whether you run your own business
1: now um Are the principles the same when it comes to money? Like, is it the same strategy if I'm negotiating a salary with a prospective boss as it is as an entrepreneur if I'm negotiating being paid for a service? Mm
0: -hmm. So I think there are a couple of the basic concepts is the same, which is uh, you have to have the conversation based on data and facts, right? So for example, say you're negotiating your salary with a company. You want to go online to Glassdoor and other websites and do research on what you need to get paid for the experience you have. And based on the knowledge, you're going to say, hey, based on my research, based on my seven plus years experience and based on the cost of living, this is what I think will make me happy, and this is what matches my skill set, right? So you're making a case based on data and facts. And the same holds true even if you're running your own business. So say, for example, you're talking to a potential client. You are going to tell them that, hey, I've helped over 50-plus clients. And uh, you can see the results on my website with the testimonials and what I could bring to the table. So based on my experience and based on things you know I could offer, this is what I'm worth. So what do you think about it, right? So it's kind of a similar conversation, and it's kind of a similar concept. But I would say that, yeah, with clients, when talking to clients, you need to be a better salesperson and better communicator than just talking in Uh, to a company during a salary negotiation, right? Because uh, uh, I think that's where the difference is. But the basic concepts are the same, where you approach the conversation with data and facts and let your emotions aside. Because when you get emotions in a conversation, then people focus on the emotion, but not on the actual data and what topic we are talking about, right? So that is something to think about.
1: Now, I'm sure you'd agree that in today's world, um, being a lifelong learner is a must-have, that quality you must have, that this isn't, you can't kind of rest on your laurels in today's world if you want to stay relevant for any period of time. Are there some things that you would recommend folks do to invest in themselves?
0: Oh, 100%. Especially in the post-COVID era, we're seeing the nature of job has changed where uh, people have figured out that you can be productive doing remote work. And since uh, a lot of uh, jobs were lost during the COVID period, now people are looking for jobs. So the odds are at least uh, thousands people thousands of people are applying for the same job you are applying for. Or if you're already if you already have a job at a company, the odds are there are six people up for promotion, but there's only one slot left, right? So why should they choose you compared to other people? That's where this extra learning you do is going to come into picture. So the way you could actually add extra skill sets is you could go to uh, different online uh, uh, websites like which offers courses like Coursera, Udemy, Khan Academy, LinkedIn Learning, and add extra skills to add extra courses to your already existing uh, skill set and. When they, When it comes to decision making and they see that you have taken those extra courses and show proactiveness to constantly learn, then you, you are going to be preferred compared to other people. And also, it makes you more marketable because the name of the game right now is being jack of all trades and master of none, which means that you need to know the basics of a lot of things because you tend to wear multiple hats when you join a company. And taking these extra courses is going to give you insights into various different topics and you uh, are going to stand out from other people. So those are some ways you could, you know, learn. And also you could hire coaches or mentors who could help you out. Because this is the thing, folks, if a person has already gone through that journey, you don't have to reinvent the wheel just have a coach or a mentor who can support you who has already gone through the journey and just get the golden nuggets to get you on the faster track instead of you know spending 10 years to get to the get to the same level so those are some things you want to consider when it comes to learning
1: now if someone's out there that is looking for a job what would be your strategy that you would share with them like i it's hard for me to believe that jobs can be had like putting your name in a job board or applying like in a mass way or an anonymous way. I would think that if I was looking for a job today, I would spend a lot of time looking at my network, looking at who knows who aiming at certain companies um, and then be more strategic and targeted through people. I already know that can refer me in rather than just hope that my resume gets found in a, in a kind of a, a mass way. That seems to me like trying to win the lottery.
0: Oh, that's really well said. Uh, and that's the current problem you're facing because uh, people think your jobs are strategies ad hoc where you have a single resume and then just keep applying for jobs. And then you pray to the universe saying, okay, some job is going to you know, magically come to you. No, that's not the way it should work. So here's a quick like three to four step strategy for anyone who's looking for new jobs, right? We already talked about the mind dump exercise. That's the first thing you need to do. Based on that, figure out four to five career options which align with your strengths. And from then, from from that list, choose the top three career options. Okay, first focus on the top three. And for those top three career options, have three different types of resumes with the right keywords related to the job. Because the number one mistake people make is using the same resume for whatever kind of jobs. And that's not going to work, folks. So make sure you have the right information related to the job you want. That means you'll have three different types of resumes in the use case I'm just going through right now. And then update a LinkedIn profile to reflect different keywords in all those three resumes which you have so that you set it up in, in such a way that it reflects the ideal job you want, right? The reason you have to update a LinkedIn profile with the right keywords is everything you put on LinkedIn is rich seo information which is search engine optimization information and uh, what recruiters do is they use recruiting softwares and then say they're looking for a software developer they would put keywords such as programming collaboration teamwork java and those keywords and if you have those listed on your linkedin you are going to show up in the results right so we covered LinkedIn, and then the next final thing you want to do is start applying for jobs and track your job application process in an Excel sheet, because this is what is going to happen, folks. You're going to be 100 jobs in, the, in your job application process, then all of a sudden, you'll, you're going to get a call when you're at a grocery store saying, I'm, company, I'm calling from company ABC about the software developer job. Do we have a minute? Do you have a minute to talk about it? You have no clue about what the job description was because you have applied for hundred companies and out of nowhere, you're getting a call, right? During these cases, what are you going to do is if you're tracking your jobs, you could say, oh, just give me a minute. Uh, let me get into a quiet place. And in that one minute, what are you going to do is you're going to go into this Excel sheet where you've been tracking your jobs and then look at the job description. And now you have some context when you talk. You see where, what I'm saying? So doing all of these steps is going to help you strategically uh, apply for jobs instead of you know randomly going through the motions of life. And also for more information, you can definitely... Uh, Check out my website. And also you have templates there you can download about the different things I mentioned. And of course, you could always get my book as well. But at least these strategies is going to really set you up for success to start with.
1: Well, let's talk a minute about your book, Skyrocket Your Career. Um, Tell us about that and what someone will find if they get the book.
0: So this is the thing. Currently, people feel anxious about their job security. They have this fear of the unknowns, and a lot of people want to advance in their career, but they don't know how to do so because they don't know what strategies to follow. I was in the exact same situation in 2008 where I applied for 1,293 jobs, 1,293 jobs, and I got one job out of it and that too was not an internship but it was a full-time it was not a full-time job but it was an internship and that whole experience going through this application process of over thousand plus jobs taught me a lot about how to apply for jobs and how to strategically market yourself and fast forwarding 15 years down the line I've gone through so many different roles I've attended 100, 100 plus interviews and I've conducted even more right and I wanted a book which gives all the strategies which could help people get unstuck, help them find jobs, be successful in at a job, and also set themselves miles apart from the competition. So that's what the book is about. So for anyone reading the book, you're gonna the book is going to take you through the entire job lifecycle process, which is from starting from searching for a job, then how to attend interviews, how to negotiate salary. Once you get a job, how to be successful in it. And then once you're successful, how to set yourself miles apart from the competition. Uh, So that's what the book is about. It's only 99 pages. And uh, I've been very grateful and lucky that my book hit uh, number five on the Amazon bestseller list. And it just got the best nonfiction book award from Reader's Favorite, which is a pretty big organization. So the point is, uh, if you are stuck in your career, looking for ideas to move forward, and uh, you really want some motivation, then probably this is the book for you.
1: Well, congratulations on all the success, Raj. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. If somebody wants to learn more, maybe have a a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, or get a hold of the book or any of your other resources, what's the website?
0: So all my life's work can be found on my uh, main website, which is rajsubra.com, which is R-A-J-S-U-B-R-A.com. And uh, if you want to know more about the book and download a free chapter so that you can make a judgment whether the book is for you, uh, go to skyrocketyourcareerbook.com. Just those two websites will have all the information about me and will let you know how to connect with me. And of course, I live on LinkedIn. So make sure you connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me because uh, if you found this content valuable, I post same similar kind of content on a daily basis on LinkedIn as well. So if you follow me, you're going to get that on your news feeds as well.
1: Well, thank you again for sharing your story today, Raj.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
1: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio.